Welcome to Chakras 101 with myself, Janine. I've decided with this podcast, which I still can't believe I've created, it was kind of really a completely spur of the moment thing, but anyway, thank you. I decided that I wasn't going to go through each chakra, you know, starting with the, the root chakra. Um, and then work my way up to the crown chakra. I just thought I would just delve in um, and kind of go with what I felt drawn to really. So I wanted to talk about the throat chakra because this is where it kind of started for me as I'd mentioned briefly in the kind of introduction. I got diagnosed with Graves disease in, I had all the blood tests in 2017 kind of the September, August, September 2017, but didn't actually find out that my thyroid levels were double what they should have been until I think it was about October, November, and I just got quite ill quite quickly um, with Graves' disease. And then I got an official diagnosis in the February, I believe, when I saw the endocrinologist. So Graves is an autoimmune condition, um, which basically your body starts attacking itself so in this case it attacks the thyroid Um, now I was kind of given this diagnosis and said right okay you're going to start taking this medication every day and have blood tests every month and that was pretty much it really so I was a little bit right okay Um, just didn't know anything about it didn't know how it had happened um, I'm just really overwhelmed um, and lost so I joined I did loads of research and I did join an online group I think it's called Health Unlocked and I kept posting questions saying I've just been diagnosed these are my blood levels help basically and I did end up getting lots of really good advice and I kind of became friends with one of the ladies and we used to talk quite regularly because it was just very I think the emotional side of having this condition was hardest because I was so up and down because the thyroid amongst um, controlling your metabolism so I was hyper uh, Graves disease made me go hyper uh, which is good. I could kind of eat and eat and eat and not put on weight, but um, you sweat, you get very, very hot because it regulates your temperature, your periods can stop, your mood can be all over the place, you know, kind of going from tearful to getting what they call graves rage, where you get really wound up. Um, but it also affects your heart as well. I had a lot of really, really bad palpitations. It almost felt like in the cartoons as a child, like my heart was jumping out of my chest, which is quite disconcerting when you get a lot of, it was like a pressure. Um, so it's, it was, it's, it's really serious, especially Graves' disease, because you can end up having what's called a thyroid storm, and it's very, it can be quite serious for your heart. So, but I, I've practiced Reiki since 2007, um, and funnily enough, I've never really focused on my throat chakra, but I just kept typing Reiki, that because Reiki generally assigns an emotional reason behind any condition that you have. So, for example, 
if you get lower back problems, um, it can mean that you feel quite burnt out or financially you feel um, insecure. You, you, that, for example, and um, try to think of another one. Oh, if you have ear problems, it can mean that you're just not listening. So I wanted to know basically what does thyroid and the throat signify and it kind of, I kind of found lots of websites which were specifically about graves and healing from a holistic perspective but I also found um, obviously the throat is where the thyroid is, it kind of looks like a butterfly and it is also linked in with your, um, is it your pituitary gland? pituitary gland as well which actually releases the hormones which is obviously your third your third eye and your crown anyway so I looked into this I looked at ways to balance this chakra because obviously I was completely out of balance I was completely worn out um, and just I think you know my body was saying come on Janine it's time really time to sit down and rest now so I looked at it's all was related to what I, for what I read anyway about creativity about if you've got the Graves disease it's you're not you don't feel heard um, you don't feel that you've been listened to or you literally don't feel like you have a voice so ways to balance this that I found was create being creative doing creative things now, obviously, creativity is completely individual to everybody. You know, you could be creative in dancing, for example, or if you play an instrument or you can write music. So I had to look at what was available to me because I couldn't go out of the house too often because I had lots of joint pain. Um, I was very, very weak, uh, drained, like fixed my energy was just it was kind of like a constant after effects of flu I just sometimes physically couldn't get out of bed because my body was just zonked out so I had so I started writing I started kind of creating affirmations on Instagram and it kind of gave me a voice and then I actually started writing a blog because I just wanted as a child I loved writing I did well in English at school and I loved that I'd kind of got out of that I suppose when you guess apart from writing essays at uni you kind of fall out of those creative writing habits I'd had a diary so I journaled a lot as well I journaled about how I felt um, my condition made me feel things that I wanted to do aspirations kind of uh, manifesting things you know I desperately wanted to be well um, and interestingly enough the place I didn't feel heard um, was the doctors um, that was quite difficult for me I kept telling them how ill I felt and they just didn't seem to listen so I had to keep and through the support I found through a person through the health unlocked she would kind of push me and she say come on you need to keep going back to your doctors and you need to keep saying look it's not good enough this is how I feel um, I need some help so I did I kept pushing on and kept just repeating myself 
still do <laughs> to people. Um, and yeah, I kept writing and I found it really therapeutic writing. Uh, it was, yeah, it was just a way to kind of get things out of the heads, not all of it, uh, to just to talk about different things. I just found it, yeah, I just found it really fulfilling. And I also started making crystal jewellery. When I was pregnant with my son, um, I made a lot of beads in Australia. I was pregnant in Australia, half the pregnant, well, the majority of the pregnancy was in Australia. Um, so I started making lots of bracelets, and I put them on eBay. I, some necklaces and things like that as well. And it was just a way to be creative. Um, I mean, obviously, I've been thinking more about it now. I still write on a blog, not as much as I used to do, um, but then I've kind of found my way into this podcast because it's a way of expressing, it certainly gives you a voice and it is a form of creativity and self-expression, but in a different format obviously. And it also uses a different part of your brain when you talk about things rather than writing. So. This kind of is how it kind of started. So I gradually started reducing the medication because I did feel terrible taking the medication as well. And I also learned to listen to my body. Uh, it's very hard to try to get people to understand as well. But because I looked complete, I still do look fine on the outside. But on the inside, I just felt completely terrible. Um, yeah, like I was just falling apart. All my people that know me know I've got very thick hair. I lost lost quite a lot of hair, which was very... That was really weird for me. Uh, my skin was dry. I just was really dry and... Um, yeah, sleep as well. I wasn't sleeping. I don't think I slept properly for about two or three months. That, that, was, that definitely made the symptoms worse. I always felt better in the summer, um, but a consequence of having a thyroid condition was I was depleted in vitamin D and I think it was folic acid. So I start, so now I take vitamin D every day. I looked into what vitamins I can use. So I take magnesium, vitamin B complex. Um, I did look at diet as well. Um, obviously disease can happen in your body physically when there's inflammation and now when I've had blood tests the inflammation markers and my bloods are quite are, sh are showing up they're quite high um, and I wasn't sh I'm still not sure whether I've got another autoimmune condition anyway so I've continued down this line about having a voice and speaking but not just speaking in a very generic sense, but really kind of, I felt this real need to be more open. I'm quite a private person, but I'm also quite a shy person in some respects. So I have really pushed myself. So doing the podcasts, doing lives on Facebook and trying to talk more about what I've experienced. So this, was I just wanted to be open I wanted to be able to talk about it not from a perspective of I wanted to 
gain sympathy or anything. I just felt as though I needed to have a, literally have a voice. And obviously, this, <laughs> uh, my thyroid become my throat chakra had become very unbalanced um, because I didn't have a voice. So, I mean, now I've been looking into other creative things because I do think creativity is wonderful. It's just wonderful, regardless if you have. Um, a thyroid condition or you, you feel that you're unbalanced in some way it's brilliant to just give you and a sense of I suppose for me kind of that playfulness kind of go back to what that you know you when you think about when you're a child and all the creative things you do it's a chance to go back um, and just kind of nourish yourself and have that have that kind of spark of joy that doesn't involve drinking or coffee or stimulants of some sort um so I had been looking into things like pottery as in with a potter's wheel but it's a little bit out of my price range at the minute but um things like ju uh, jewelry making in the sense of actually using silver to for jewelry making is something that I'm looking into and Drawing is something I did do as a child, and that is something that I loved creative, creatively wise. But it's not that's not something I've done for me. Um, but there's, I mean, obviously, creativity is very individual. I mean, there's, there's, there's lots and lots of things you can do. Singing, so dancing, yoga is another thing that's been really, really beneficial when I do that the breathing is very good for palpitations it's very good with the anxiety that goes along with Graves disease um, diet as well is obviously paying attention to the kind of foods that you put into your body as well um, and also I was advised to stop smoking not that you should really be smoking anyway but that is that can because they don't really know what brings on things like Graves disease but they do seem to think that smoking is one of the things that can that can trigger it so I stopped smoking I don't really drink much these days as well because I just didn't find it was helping with anxiety but those are the different things that I have done to help balance my thyroid then I'm going to have to do this in two parts uh, because I'm running out of time on this podcast but thank you for listening but yeah I will go into kind of the other things you can do for your thyroid but these are the things that I have personally done which have helped me so anyway so thank you and take care <laughs>